Oh, I don't know. That's just where Lara parks when she oh, parks. Oh, and she parks in the same spot every time. I on the same general area. Yeah, um, against the back wall where mm-hmm. the ramp is. Yeah, so I don't. Yes, yeah, so I don't call Dave and say my car's been stolen. <laughs> I did it twice. Something tells me that's happened before. Twi- twice <laughs> last year, I called him and said, "Coming in from Hawaii, though." To be fair, I was coming in from Hawaii. I go, oh "My God, someone stole my car!" And he's like, "There's yeah. dead silence on the phone." And he goes. <sighs> Okay, I'm, I'm coming down. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. And he had to go down and help he you made find him it. Come all the way. Yeah, down. and he was halfway there, and he kept saying, "Click, <laughs> oh, what a good trooper! Click, <laughs> click the hatchback yeah. and see if you can see it." I'm like, I don't see it because it's not here. It's been stolen. <laughs> Laura, I can't. I'm dead. <laughs> So then I'm walking around and there, oh my God, there it was, hatchback oh was sitting up and I walk over and I and I, I, take, I call him, I go, hey, babe. He goes, you found it. I go, yeah, I yeah. did. He goes, okay, I'm turning around. I'll meet you. <laughs> I love Dave Are you sure so you left? No, I, yeah, I'm sure he left. He wasn't just like saying that. Like he's, he's like, I'm in no. my car. <laughs> she's going to so find it. Yeah. She's going to find it. Traffic's oh terrible. Okay. Like anything would be stolen from the terminal parking right like who's gonna who's gonna pay for your parking it's like they're gonna have to pay to get out there like i don't know how long this lady's been parked here for it's just like when when i was a guest on next trip podcast i flew that whole night from packin from hawaii and i landed and i it's a big long story but i wanted to take a nap and i didn't get a nap because i thought my car was stolen (laughs) (laughs) i would have had a nap if i didn't think my car was stolen and so then by the time i got on net trip podcast i was super tired and i don't think i was like up to my usual performance skills npr level yeah, NPR. My, i wasn't up to my npr level i felt bad about that i'll stand by passengers see me at the podium your seat is empty. non-rev lounge is a travel and aviation podcast monique laura and tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent flight attendant and ramp worker during this podcast they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work they have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories leaving tips on the best places to travel and things to do enjoy Welcome to Non-Rev Lounge. I'm Brittany and I'm here with Lara, Monique, I'm Tyler. And on this week's episode, we're going to talk about... Well, we have a lot of little things to talk about, I think. So and we're, thanks for joining us, Brittany. It's oh, been, yeah, a, thanks. It's Thank been you, a little Brittany. while since you've been on. I think you said Dork Fest? Sometime last year. <laughs> we actually had to ask Patrick when the last time to go back and I look. was on. Because <laughs> we Brock. didn't know. He's so funny. So I want to bring this on up first because... People have mentioned it. First off, there was a stat that said that women are 80% more likely to pass gas on a plane, but <sighs> guys are more likely to get kicked off a plane for it. You see that? No. I feel like you made that up. I did make it up. No, and you did? Oh, you think it's true? Women more likely to no, fart in planes? he made it up. Because women don't fart. No. It's, it's butterfly kisses and unicorn sparkles that only come out of us. Then what does she do when she walks up down the aisles and... That's different. She smiles. That's, <laughs> That's different. Crop dusting. Exactly. But you you saw the article. I did see the article. Someone was kicked off the plane for that. Yeah, there was a fight from Phoenix to Austin. It was you, Tyler, wasn't it? It wasn't me. I haven't been to Austin. I need to go, but I haven't been for a while. That's Shout why. out to Melissa. That's what Justin posted. He's like, it wasn't me. <laughs> he did post that. He's so funny. But how bad was it that they actually 
Well, that's what, like, if I read the article, it didn't make sense when I looked at the facts because it said, like, they, I don't think they turned it around in the air. They turned, they were just taxiing, but it said it was doing it during meal service. And I was like, there's no meals on the ground. So, cause it was like when people were eating and it was like, but I, it sounded like the guy was bragging about it. That's what got him in trouble. I smell fake news. Well, that's what and they said. <laughs> smell. They said it, it, news. it ended up being like a 10, 15 minute delay to go back, kick him off and then leave. But they said they interviewed the, the flight attendants and I was like, how did they have time to do an interview with flight attendants? Unless it was in their incident reports. Like, don't you guys have to, if someone gets taken off, don't you have to fill out a report? Yeah. Oh, well, yes, we do have to fill out a report. Uh-huh. That's something I the pilots like have it. to fill out even more because they return to a gate or... Yeah. If they return to a gate, that's really a big deal. So, do you have the right to say, let's go back, or do you have to call the captain and be I like, call this the is captain, what's going but on? Okay. Let me tell you something. 9.9%. If you say something, they're going to do it? They're going to do it. Uh-huh. They're going to support their crew. Oh, yeah, because we had a passenger who was... Ooh, bit intoxicated the other day and well he was more intoxicated at like the beginning of boarding and at the very end he was having like more of a conversation and stuff and anyway the crew had already pointed like pointed him out before boarding had started anyway at the very end we were like maybe let's give him a chance so we went down talked to the crew captain was like yeah i'll have a conversation with him i'll see how he is the number one even was fine with it the first flight attendant was like yeah, bring him, like, let's bring him down. Let me see him. But the two flight attendants in the back were like, no, he is not coming on. And so as soon as they said that, then Captain was like, he's not getting on. So then it was like end of discussion. Hmm. Yeah, because, yeah, mostly yeah. the pilots are going to say, yeah, if crew hmm. doesn't want him, he's not going. At least I feel like that's the way it is. They'll back him up. Have you ever had anyone have gas so bad? Either of you, flight attendants? No, but the, you, you know that they have gas because you go, oh, don't call by road 25 because they're Someone's passing gas. I feel like long haul and business class. It's business very gassy. I don't know what it is in the food that we give the passengers, but can't they hide it under those great big blankets? I don't know. Maybe no. they don't feel like they have to hide it because when we're in there, they don't know who it's coming from. Maybe they're sleeping and their body just releases it. Maybe oh that God. could be it too. Yeah, because <gasps> it was comfy enough just to. Because I always, I always feel like it's always on night flights when everyone's asleep, and it's like, where is this coming from? Because everyone's asleep. Well, that's on the Hawaii flights. Yeah, it, exactly like Big that. Time. Yeah, yeah we, we always joke that opening the doors from the Hawaii flights is opening the fart factory. Oh, <gasps> you guys do joke that? Yeah, because you know they always stink when you open the door. You're like, oh geez. <laughs> but they have those HIPAA fillers, right? The what? What are it's a HIPAA filler? What are those filters? I think it's HEPA. HEPA. H E P A. HEPA. Oh, HEPA? HEPA? During COVID, we learned that like the air gets like every two minutes, it's new air in the whole plane. Yeah, no, it's recycled. It's just recycled. Through the turbine engines, believe it or not. So we do we think the the story was false, or it's just over exaggerated? Hundred percent false. I, I'm gonna say over exaggerated. I bet over exaggerated. I bet he was fairly obnoxious. Yeah. If he was bragging, about, I bet he was fairly obnoxious. I bet the flight attendant said something to him that irritated the flight attendant, this crew enough that they were like, "Nope, he's not like he's irritating enough people around him that we don't want to deal with him for two and a half hours." So he's getting off. That's what I think. I think maybe he was intoxicated and he wasn't actually farting. And that's why they went back. Could I don't be. know. Well, you, we used to be able to pull people off for smell. Not, not, I'm not, this is going above and beyond that. It's, we used to be able to, but now you, you're not allowed to do that anymore. Oh, I didn't even know. I had oh, one yeah. about a month ago. A really? poor woman was pulled off because she sunk too bad. Really? Yeah. And the manager handled it beautifully. Oh, good. I think she had weird food in her bag. 
that like made everything stink is what I think. Mm, that's my excuse. Well, because she literally, <laughs> as she was like going through her stuff, she was like zip. She had a Ziploc baggie of just meat, and then she had like a Ziploc baggie. Of, like, I heard about this lady or something I heard like about that. This lady, but she did stink. Like there was definitely like bio yeah. stink or like. Uh, it was a soury kind of mixed with <gasps> a little bit of bio-ish stinky feet is kind of how. So it was cheese then. That's what I think. Like the, the stinky the, cheese. But she, the woman didn't know she stunk, didn't know that there was like a smell. So yes, she, I don't know. I felt mm. bad for her, but we got mm. her on a later flight that day. But so they do still, they'll bring it up to us. Can and, they shower? Yeah, I was just going to say, the, how, how come she wasn't allowed to fly before, but then a few hours later? They get rid of her food. Was she well, allowed to shower? Can they shower? There is a shower okay, uh, by like A17. There's uh-huh. a family bathroom. Uh-huh. Well, that's the thing is I think they would have reevaluated her before she got on that later flight to been like, make sure. You're almost like an intoxicated passenger to be like, yeah. are you fit to fly yeah. at this point? <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because Tyler's probably thinking, oh, there's a shower at A17. <laughs> I don't need to use my club pass. I'm heading down there. Well, there Go used there. to be the one... <laughs> They had a new that new nice one that family bathroom above N four, but it's been closed down for months now. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know. I heard because Hanky Pinky was happening there, but I don't know for sure. Is that where your friends are going? Yeah, that's really true. The bathroom. You heard that too? Uh huh. At floor two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I won't the say any ways. names. Christy with a feather pen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can I share my unpopular opinion? Yeah. Once the Super Bowl was set. Both United and American. Yep. This is, I already know. I don't yep. like your opinion, but keep going. Sorry. I like it. Sorry. Keep going. That's why it's unpopular. And even though I think Taylor Swift is great, mm-hmm. she seems like a good person. Gives a lot of money to things. I don't know why she has to be part of the flight numbers. She had nothing to do with the, the game. Okay. Oh, I kind of, I, I love Taylor Swift. I'm going to see her in Warsaw this year, but I would agree with Tyler, but also to play devil's advocate, she didn't have anything like she didn't go to said airline and say, I need a flight number. No, I'm not blaming her at all. I know. Yeah, I'm- so she didn't really have any say in it, but also I, yes, I agree. I might get shot by the Swifties, mm. but I agree with you, Tyler. Well, look it's what you made me much. do. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was, yeah. Okay, so no, yeah, I think it's fun that, that they've put in flight numbers that are relevant to those teams. Oh, yeah, that's and the cool. Players. Yeah, that's I think great. that's really You're fun. You're adding the flights, yeah. yeah. So, but what does she have to do with that, their success? She doesn't, but she is a big storyline of this season for the Chiefs, whether she's on the team or if not. If they win or lose, they win because they're going to make a lot of money on merchandise. So, and- do you think, do you if, think it was rigged? If the Lions would have went in, they do you think they would have not done like an flight eight out of Detroit or something like that for Eminem. He has he no he hasn't no. had the the what she's had. He showed up the one game. You, you know what, Tyler? <laughs> you, you need to calm down. <laughs> Do you think so? Do you think they would have? Maybe. I I don't think they would. He's just gotta shake it all. I think <laughs> Those bad puns. <laughs> They're so good. So that was, bad. Did you it's just like, say because you have bad blood? Is that what you said? Bad puns. Oh, no, oh I thought bad. That would have been like, better. That would have been bad so blood. much better. I, I thought he like, said bad blood, too. That's that was, what I thought he said. I was good. silently I was congratulating so him. I'm shocked I'm not that. playing in your... No, I think okay, she's... That's fine, karma. I think she's great, but I think that... Yeah. You're going to get a big reputation from this comment. Yeah. You know what? Karma is my boyfriend. <laughs> Karma's also a cat. 
because she loves me. <laughs> <laughs> like an acrobat. Are you mad now? I don't know. No, I d- it just reminded me of when the teams were coming in last year into Phoenix and we would have our in-flight managers were going down and like clapping for passengers as they came off the planes. Yeah. And I didn't like that. She didn't like that. I didn't like that they were in my like secured area. Oh. And I also <laughs> thought it was a little weird that they would just go like, woo, and cheer for him. They're like, we just bought a ticket to see our family. Well, and also- We're I here was, for a funeral. What are you clapping for? Well, I mostly, I was like, you don't have anything better to do than- Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, never, be- ever getting back together. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor said, don't blame me. <laughs> so You open that Pandora's box. And I don't know any of her songs well enough to be able to. It's, it's okay. Contribute. I'm just going to cut it all out. It was her wildest <laughs> dream that Travis Kelsey was in the <gasps> exactly. Super Bowl. So he is going to cut it out. <laughs> I've talked bad about Phoenix for a while. I know you're a big fan of the airport. Well, it, the funniest part about you talking about it is how you, whenever we tell a story and it's it's not, you know, positive, you always say friendliest airport. And you're right. You're correct. I'm just laughing. No, they, they claim that. They self-claim uh-huh. it. And then they don't hardly ever follow up. But, but they got some good news. Yeah. That I think even affects Brittany a little bit. Or could, potentially. Yeah. The Air France is coming to Phoenix. Oh, I... Listen, I can go on a rant about this, but I'll let you finish. No, what are your thoughts? I, as a Phoenix-London commuter, I hope that this opens up the Phoenix-London flights because people would be willing to do Phoenix, France. Because like we said, most passengers, I you said what, 70% on your guys' airline. And I think like 85, 90% on my airline when they're going Phoenix, London, they're connecting onwards to somewhere else. They're correct, not correct, ending correct. in yeah, London. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think having that Paris option will also open up our London flights. Because I mean, Mo, you know, you work them all the time, how mm-hmm. busy they are. They're like jam-packed. So it's hard for me as a commuter to commute Phoenix, London. I always have to go elsewhere. Mo, do you know how many go on to Paris? Mm. Probably not too many to Paris. No, not necessarily hmm. Paris. But, it, but you see Europe and then India as well as a big market. Yeah. It's not necessarily Paris itself. It's just Europe in general. But they could do the same thing. They could do London, Paris, and then connect on to Athens on Air France or connect on to, I don't know, Warsaw on Air France, something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just the same business concept model that we have at my airline. And may I remind everybody that I said before COVID that we need a, a Phoenix uh, Paris flight. Yeah. And I was and and I did tell our network planning people that something they said something back like something about airplanes and pilots. I don't know. Brandon, Phoenix. are you listening? Yes, he is listening. <laughs> something about f- pilots and we don't have a maintenance space here. What's amazing is that Phoenix, how big of a city it is. We're the mm-hmm. fifth biggest city in the country. And before there, France, we had in the summers 14 or yeah, I think it was 16 weekly flights to Europe between three airlines. Condor, the, right? Yeah, Condor, British Airways, and, and American. American. So those flights to Europe. There's some cities that are smaller than us that have that many flights almost a day. Yeah. Like Seattle, which is much smaller than Phoenix. Austin. I think Austin does a lot of Europe. They have a couple, but yeah. Like Virgin, we do Austin. So Phoenix is huge, but we don't have... And so I think a lot of people go to other cities to get on flights, Mm -hmm. where I think Air France is going to be packed, and it's not going to change the other two, the London flights, because they'll probably drop a price because people, those people, they're they're still going to be full. I think other cities are going to be like, 
we could do that. KLM, I could see coming. Uh, anyone over there, like uh, Latanza, could come back. It's, it's such a yeah. big city now. So I know that Phoenix doesn't have a ton of money as far as like, I mean, it's cheaper to live here than a lot of places. Mm. And there's not a lot of, it's a lot of um, older retirees. It's not With business. money who like to travel. But yeah, but there yeah. are those. I, I think the Air France is, I bet by the next year, it's it's starting out three days a week. I bet it's at least five by the next summer. Oh, I, I yeah. I think I give it two, three months and then they, they would up it. I don't know. Well, I don't know what the planning goes, but I think the demand will, I think within two to three months, the demand will be there and they'll need to up it. Now you don't know what goes on with like planning and, and all of that. Planes and pilots. Yeah. Operations. That could be a whole different story. Gates. But yeah. Because like I said, we both work, all three of us work to London's at different capacities. I'm I'm seeing the bags because I load those and we load just those carts of connecting bags. I hit London and they go to the little cities like Stuttgart and, and, uh, not just Frankfurt, but like the other ones in Helsinki, everywhere. And then they also do the, the long haul. Yeah. We have but so many bags that go to India, Doha. Yeah. Going. So I think I I kind of made that about a year ago and feel like, no, I think it's not Brett's like, they're not going to add that. But I think if Qatar flew to Phoenix, their flights will be full. Yeah. Yeah. Brett and, Snyder did say that from the Cranky Network. But if they added, like, if Doha mm-hmm. came here on like a small Dreamliner, it would be full. So but, I. I like what you touched on about Indians. And I think we have a lot of Indians in the Valley that we could benefit from a flight, a direct flight to India, Phoenix, Bangalore, Phoenix, Mumbai, Phoenix, Delhi. Going since we're talking about Air France coming, we talked about this last year because you did the whole thing about the the visas getting into Europe. Do you know the status on Uh that? Uh, Well, it was pushed. It was pushed to April this year, right? Is it pushed again? Next year. No again. Yeah. Well, don't. I don't think you need to be disappointed about that. That's no. But. No, but they, we we talked about it. So I just want to. It's an update yeah. from what we talked it's about. An update: the EU visa has been pushed back again another year. That's what I, like our dad told me, and I, so I looked up and I go, "Yeah, it's." But passports still have to have at least three months on them, and <laughs> oh, shots fired, a, and a signature, <laughs> and a yes. signature. Signatures are important. Yes, I can go now. That will not apply mm-hmm. to me, so you guys can talk. And Tyler, you're just really yourselves. getting it today. So I had a coworker who just went through the whole interview process to be a flight attendant and was offered. And one thing she said, because she was like, you still have to reapply, you have to reapply. She said, if you, or did she say if, she said, when you go to the group in-person interview, never cross your legs. What? As soon as you cross your legs, they'll come and tap you and you're done. Because she said that she had noticed that any time someone crossed their legs, they were almost immediately taken out. And she said there were some express aid, like flight attendants. So they were already had been doing the job just on regional flights, right? They were in the interview, had been there for hours, doing great. They'd even crossed their legs at the ankle. And that was enough that they were excused What after that. Huh. Is that something you guys have ever? Never heard that, ever. They didn't do that at my airline for my in-person interview, so I can't speak. I don't know. No. I've never heard that. I've never heard that. And we're never. Do you think she's looking into it too much? Or Possibly. That, I don't know, but she said she saw realistic. it. She yeah. saw it. But yeah, if you're looking for that, you may see it. Because flight tends, girls probably cross their legs a lot, right? Naturally, you would. I, cr- I, I don't. My, my legs are too big. <laughs> I do cross my legs. So. I have thunder thighs. Even on the jump seat, I do. I wonder what what that means. Okay, so I have a friend that, well, he's in recruitment. He's not in, well, maybe he does that. 
I'll text him and ask him about that. Do you want us uh, yeah. to keep our legs together or <laughs> spread them wide? <laughs> They're like, good time. <sighs> that's that's really interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be interested to. And then she, she asked me as well. She said, did you have your hair back in the video part? And I said, no. And she goes, you have to have your hair back. <gasps> your hair is not long enough. Okay, that's that's all right. That's you know that's her opinion, and she has a reason for that. So there's a lot of stuff in that flight attendant career connection page on Facebook that floats around of like tips and tricks, and maybe she's getting it from that. I don't know. know. I'm more so talking about the hair pulled back rather than the crossing the legs, because like you said, if she saw it, she saw it. Like Mm -hmm. it must be true, but I don't know. I mean, I guess it's something if you are interested in interviewing and doing it. I mean, just don't cross your legs for that part and see if it, maybe it helps. Yeah. Well, um, Tyler's got some tips for when you're heading to that interview, the one-on-one interview. They're all your tips. I was just regurgitating them. He sent me a list of them. I said, well, all right. You're just me with knee pads. That's all. <laughs> wow. What does that mean? I don't know. I He's on wear, his knees I don't all wear the time. knee pads. So. Oh, yeah, because you don't have to. Because you, you don't, don't work. You get in the bin. Yeah. You don't work. I have, I have like, seniority for what i do not large seniority but <laughs> not london mafia seniority so i was on a flight the last week flex <laughs> it was in a position <laughs> of a nice seat <laughs> flex <laughs> and drew, drew from the next trip podcast was saying that when they do the dinner order you should just say as a non-rev i'll take whatever Whatever's left. Was uh-huh. never left because that will make the flight attendant like you because I said the flight attendant was being kind of pissy. Does that work? Yeah, that's what you're supposed to say. The old America West rules were, and that's part, probably where Drew's getting it from because he's old America West also, is you say whatever you have left. It, but then why even ask? I had two things that I think would, that would be more effective than that. Tell us. No, I want to hear yours. Do you have no. anything that you could do or say other than giving a flight attendant treats, which I didn't have? to butter them up. Well, that's one way you can butter them up is say whatever you have left. But um, not that long ago when I was working up front, I got to the guy and I and I don't want to single out my non-revs. So I want you to order what you want. I want you to enjoy the experience. You're sitting up here with me. I want you to have what you want to eat. And so I got to him and he said, oh, well, whatever you have left. I go, well, what, what would you, like, if you did have a choice, what would you take he goes no no really whatever you have left and that kind of bugged me only because i I wanted him to have the experience but he obviously wanted it to help me and you know you're not helping me out on pre-departure if you want a beer and you say oh i'll wait until we're up in the air that i want you to have that beer Mm. you're sitting up here you don't you don't get to sit up here every day i want you to have that why because especially if you had asked him and then he said whatever you want and then you kind of gave him like that out again of being like i hear you but if you had a choice, what would you want? Because I hate picking as well. So <laughs> just just pick. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. So you didn't, you said. It, it does, it does make them happier with you. Some people. But it does make you happier because you wanted to no, But I'm be nice. different. Yeah, I am different. So do you think you should say, I can tell this is day one for you. So then they feel like they they still look fresh and Oh, that's a good one. Perky. Yeah. Is that something you could should say to flight attendants? Yeah. What about, do you have one of those credit card applications? That's a good thing. You can <laughs> and then just put in your pocket. Yes, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one too. Yeah. For this guy, the thing that to say would have been, I can't believe this contract's taking so long for you guys to get. He would have loved me if I would have said that because he was complaining about it already. So. Oh, you heard him? Didn't oh, you hear oh, him? Oh yeah, he was going off in the 
golly. And he heard him. How embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. It's one thing I feel like almost to have that conversation with like a non-rev or someone in company, right? Yeah. But to have it where paying passengers can hear, that's tacky to me. It is tacky. It's stuff you keep in-house. Like you, they don't need to hear about that. No, no. I agree. So, well, one thing you shouldn't do is put actual butter on your flight attendant to butter them up. Oh, good they call. don't like that. Oh. Not without permission. Like, probably. I bet there's some that would. <laughs> I mean, there are kinks. We don't kink shame. <laughs> Come on. Come on. And give Laura that glow she likes. <laughs> <laughs> so my manager called me in the office the other day. Oh, no. Are you scared? No. He was like, Tyler, you don't work. Is it the one upstairs? The office upstairs? No, no, not that one. Okay. No, just just like- That's different. Yeah, yeah. Just tell me assignment for me. Did you ask for a union rep? No, no. It wasn't that kind of call. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) And it was something that was just abnormal because usually they just put our assignment on our scanner. So I just look and see what I have. But she said, come see me. Uh, Talked to her and she said, this person is having a medical emergency, so she needs her bag. Um, She's going JFK, Phoenix, Sacramento. So I said, okay, do you know what it looks like? Because usually that would be handled through our, there's a office that does all that stuff. So I was kind of like, I'm not in that office. I'm not sure. It was kind of weird. So she called up to the, the office to find out what it looked like. And it was a small pink duffel bag. So I said, this sounds suspicious. But I did it. I took it. I returned it to her because she had an emergency. But it was just a small one? A small one. Small did you look in it? Did you scan it? It had sex toys in it, didn't it? No, I, I I took it back up and returned it to her, but I, I took a little sticker off of it that has the information and took it to our to the actual office that would normally do it. And they pulled up her information and she lives in Phoenix. Oh, she oh, was she skip skip lagging. lagging. Oh. And she made up that m- medical story. Yeah. So I was like, I just assisted someone stealing money from the company. Did you report it? Well, her, it was his boss that asked him to do it. So it was actually... That's not on you. No, no, no. I did. And it was like in a basic economy fair. So it was just like the lowest ticket. Mm-hmm. That's but bad. Yeah, I was annoyed. I know we've talked about it before. And, we, and other people have been like, even in the industry, like, yeah, it's okay. Like, no, it's not. It, I just flew. So I worked a flight to Athens this month. And I was in the number, doors number three. So you have someone sat next to you on the 321. Um, we don't have a plug door, just for reference. <laughs> Um, and this guy was telling me how he got banned from Southwest for skip lagging, not one, not two, but three times. And he had no idea. He flat out admitted he was skip lagging, but didn't say the word. He didn't know that was a term. He said, well, I don't understand why I can't just take it from point A to point B, even though I've booked it to point C. Like, I don't understand. And he flat out told Southwest that when they <laughs> questioned him, three, not one, not two, but three times when he told us he's been banned from Southwest. <laughs> That's kind of like, sad. How can you be that stupid? Like, why? Why would you? Was like, why would you just adamantly like admit to that? You've already been caught twice. Why would you do it a third time? Exactly, <laughs> bro. Because your contract is to point C. Yes, that's when you want to go in and just book him nonstop, and, and then goes, be like, figure it out now. That's what you bought. Right? He's like, I thought I was helping the airline out by having that MTC, and I, I tried to explain Aww. it to him, and yeah, bless him. Anyways, he's now banned from Southwest for skip lagging. <laughs> It's like you didn't actually help the company. You helped non-revs. Yeah, exactly. But you didn't help the company. I flat out told him that. I was like, so this is why you shouldn't do that. And this is why the company loses money. However, someone like myself is very appreciative. (laughs) (laughs) Under the table. (laughs) Well, that's why I was annoyed. Like, 
just even though I shouldn't have been because I, I was in honor of like that does open up a seat. And this time of year, the fight segment was probably wide open. I mean, our fights have been fairly open that like a Tuesday night. When you still, know, the only reason she got caught is probably they ran out of overhead bin space. Yeah. And she had to check that pink bag. Yeah. Because she was BE. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or she had too many bags. Like maybe she had like three. And so like, they yeah. got to check one. But apparently, so I went to my manager afterwards and just kind of said, you know, it's done. And then I said, just so you know, she lives in Phoenix. We looked it up and she was upset too. You could see on her face. She did was they like, flag it? I don't know what she did from there. Oh, because you can. It, but, it takes like literally five seconds to but flag But she wasn't it even in it. She was, it. They called her and said, can you get this bug for us? So she didn't have the whole reservation. She didn't have any. She probably could have pulled it up, but. She was just doing her job too. Like yeah, someone yeah. said, get us this bag. Yeah. She's having it. I don't know how far she did for the faking that emergency, but she's like, they, she said it was a big emergency. I oh, said, that's, that's terrible. Con- wow. Convenient. It's in Phoenix. Yeah. So I was I would say, can I see your driver's license so I can write my report? And then I'd see it in Phoenix. I'm like, mm, you're you're oh man, your bag already got sent to Sacramento. So you'll have to file a claim and have it sent back to you. Or pay for, right? I mean, if they... Yeah, yeah. At that point, it should be paying to get it back. Yeah. Yeah. Brittany did a trip last year after we recorded with her, but that was pretty cool. So, I want... And we, I think we mentioned it briefly in the... In our... Just talking. But will you tell us a bit about your Alaska trip and why you do it? Let's go back to the start because you're still a student. Yes. How's that going? Pi- yeah. A student pilot. Yeah, it's going good. You have more miles or hours than last time? Yeah. A few more? Sadly. <laughs> Hopefully the end is near. Fingers crossed. What is the end? A truck ride. Okay. Yeah. It's coming up. So this, but this trip to Alaska is, you went up to there, one of the main things to go fly, right? Yeah. So my really good friend who I met her volunteering with pre-flight aviation camp, she was a flight instructor uh, for seaplanes up in Telkeetna, Alaska last summer. And so I literally flew up there for 24 hours to fly in a seaplane with her and then flew back to Phoenix. And it was the coolest experience of my life. And I've done a lot of cool things in my life. And it was the coolest thing I've done. And we flew around Denali National Park. And oh, pretty. We saw all these wild animals. She was like, I've never seen so many animals out. And we saw like eagles. We saw bears. I have a video of like a moose in the lake that we landed in. Like it was, it was the coolest thing I've ever done. Yeah. It was amazing. Getting there and getting home was kind of... You took four Zs, right? Yeah. So on the way there, I took Delta to Seattle, which by the way, I love Delta and I am hashtag team Delta. They are phenomenal from their ground staff to their flight attendants to their, like from what I've seen from their pilots when I just took them back from JFK last. Shout out to you, Delta. Anyways, so I took to Seattle on Delta I was going to take Delta all the way through to Anchorage, but we got in so late and we were at that like satellite gate over there. Mm-hmm. You know which ones I'm talking about, yeah. right? Like the D, I don't know. And so I unfortunately missed my connection. So I just listed on an Alaska flight. Wasn't as nice as Delta, but still got me there and then flew Alaska uh, from Seattle to Anchorage. Landed in Anchorage. Uh, I had to rent a car because Telkina is about two hours north of Anchorage. I remember when I pulled out of the airport and there's just so many types of planes flying in the sky in Anchorage. You've got military planes. You've got like their big ones, their big tankers. You have their fighter jets. You have seaplanes just flying around. You have little single engine planes. You've got commercial planes. You've got cargo. You've got everything. I was, I texted Tyler and what did I say? I said something like, 
oh my God, you are right. Anchorage is so amazing or something. I don't know, something like that. I was yeah. just in awe. I just remember like just looking around trying to drive, but looking around, even saw helicopters. I mean, it was, it was great. And so I uh, drove up there. We ended up fl- uh, flying that afternoon before it got dark. And I got to fly it, which was like the coolest thing. That, that's cool. That's yeah. Cool. See, and this but, was so you took off from the water and landed on the water. Yeah. So How was that? Was that you landed on the water? Yeah. It Who was. Did that? Good yeah. She showed me one takeoff and then one landing, and she goes, "Okay, your controls." And I was like, "Wait a second! You just taught me this." And she's like, "You could do it." And I was like, "Okay." So I did it, and. I actually landed three times on the water. Oh, yeah. And awesome. it was... It sounds fun. It was beautiful. I felt like I was in... You know that scene in Top Gun where they're like weaving in and out of um in, in and out of the mountains to get to to like the uranium thing or whatever? It's yeah. the newest Top Gun. We were flying like that through like on the river and through the trees. They were just like next to us and we were just flying. We were about 100 feet above oh, the wow. ground. Yeah. And just fly in and like kind of weaving in and out of and I was like, this is so cool. I was I love backcountry Alaska flying. It was like the coolest thing. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And so yeah, it was great. And then getting home was kind of iffy. I listed for both a Delta and Alaska flight. They left within five minutes of each other. They both were looking Mm, not great. And I was running back. I kid you not. I was running back and forth between the gates. I went to the Alaska gate because Alaska. It seems to be your mantra. Laura, I'm telling you, <laughs> I have the, I swear Tyler has a voodoo non-rev doll of me. Do you do that? Tyler? And just like cursing me because the Alaska flight was not looking good. They were had, had oversold. They had all these non-revs in front of me and you could see it on their app. And so it's like, dang it. So then I go to the Delta desk and he's like, I'm not sure. Just wait here. And I said, okay, well, can you maybe give me an approximate? Like, do you think I'm going to get it? Do you think I'm because not? I'm running back over because I'm running back and forth. And they were not close to each other. They were not. <laughs> and so I ran back to the Alaska, was watching where they were on the list. I was like, okay, I'm number, I think there's four more until I get cleared. Ran back to the Delta gate. <laughs> 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 I sat there and the guy's like, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. I said, okay, well. I think I'm just going to wait and see. And then I saw, I was also checking the list on Alaska on my phone and I got a seat. And so I <sighs> ran. I, I don't think I've ever run faster in my life. I ran because I was one of the last ones to be cleared. So I knew they were going to either give that seat to someone oh, no, below no, me no, 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 or no. close the door. So I was like, I was running. Like home alone I, style. I, the literally was <laughs> with my little like rolly case. I was like, I'm here, I'm here. I did the whole Monique thing. I was it's like, no, it's good. I've Let got, him know. I've got a seat. I've got a seat. <laughs> Just like running up. And so, yeah, it was it was a middle seat and then went to Seattle and then Delta, flew Delta back. And I tried to, and I figured my PNR wouldn't be reinstated because, you know, I, I had Delta booked all the way through the Phoenix, right? On the same PNR. But I didn't fly the first leg with Delta. I flew with Alaska. So I went to the Delta gate and the guy's like yeah we could try you know but it might not be then i was like i don't think it is but he's like let's try it and this is what i'm saying they are so good at delta he's like let me look it up and i was like okay so he looks up he goes no unfortunately the whole trip had been canceled I was like i figured so he goes if you book it real quick i can check you in because we were getting close to i mean it was definitely before minus 60 and um he was like i can check you in. and i was like okay great so i booked it really quick and he goes all right you checked me in he goes, oh, your crew? And I said, yeah. He goes, let me see if I can get you listed for jump seat. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I'm not, I'm crew with a European carrier, not, um, not 
a US based carrier. I don't think I am eligible for that. And he goes, No, 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 let me check. Let me check. And he's and I I knew I knew the outcome, but I let him sit there and check because he was just so kind. So he was ready to check. He wanted to check. He wanted to. They are just so helpful at Delta. And then I um, so meaning like he was trying to do it as jumpsuit privileges, so you so didn't have, have to pay. pay. Yeah, privileges because okay. I don't cool. think they yeah. actually have a jumpsuit agreement with other airlines. I don't know. This is kind of like what he was saying, mm-hmm. but where I didn't have to pay, and I was like, no, I, I know I need to, but he did it. And then I was one of the last people to get on because that one was tight as well. And he's like, you're gonna, um, there might have to check your bag, but just go down there and see what happens. And so I get on, and the and the flight attendants are like, oh, we're gonna have to check your bag. I was like, well, that's fine, take it. And I have a little bag tag that says I'm crew, right? They were so kind. They came up to me and they're like, we found space for your bag. We didn't end up having to check it. I was like, thank you guys. Like, you're so sweet. I need sweet. a crew tag. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you want. <laughs> and they were like asking me about my schedule and like what I do and who I, or who I work for, all of that. And one of the, um, one of the flight attendants had a friend who worked for us, which was. Did you know him? No, I didn't. Oh. No. So. Yeah, it was, I've never had a bad experience on Delta. Just recently coming back from JFK, we were delayed and the gate agent was nowhere to be found. Uh, but the pilots were sat there talking to passengers about the delay. You would never see that on any other airline. I'm sorry, but you wouldn't. They are just so good. Anyways, that's my kind praise of the, to the standard Delta. Everyone's she, trying to reach in the States. She yeah. left her flight. How was so it was late September, right? Was the with the leaves changing? Yeah, the I leaves, bet it was gorgeous. The there. leaves were changing. It was great. I'll obviously send you guys pictures and stuff, and it was beautiful. I was like, I can't believe I get to do this. I have this thought a lot. I can't believe I get to live this life. Like I am blessed to live such a great life and get to do all these things. And it was one of those moments. Oh, yeah. You need to go back up and spend more time. It's Alaska. The whole Anchorage is beautiful. Yeah, I I wanted to spend more time in Anchorage itself. I just I just fell in love with Alaska in general. You know what so, Monique would say. Monique would say that was a core memory. It, yeah. You know what Monique? It was a core memory. I'd say number one on my core memories. Yeah, As you would awesome. say, you probably froze too. I actually was just saying. I was like, <laughs> as soon as you said September, I was like, oh, it, it's getting chilly. It was cold, and my little Arizona self was not in my natural habitat, but I loved it. But it'd be cool to see the animals like that too. Yeah. Out there, like you said, you, you got to see yeah. like, moose, moose, a bear, bear and, and an eagle. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And, and you got to land three times. I did. Yeah, it'd be so I cool did. to land on the water, just like land on the lake. And, yeah. it, it was, and there's houses around this lake, and it was the coolest thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. yeah. So fun things that Donner was going to do. Yeah. Alaska skis and floats. Cool. In Alaska. <sighs> well, thanks for joining us, Brittany. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's always fun to have you. Yeah. Yes. Thanks. I love being on. Thanks for everyone for continuing to listen. And uh, we're into a new month. Laura is done with the reserve. Yay! Oh, goodness. Yay. You did, you did like two trips. Three. I did three trips. Two and a half trips. Yeah. You're right. What you, she's back. How did she only do half a trip? No, no, no. It was not even really. He's talking about my stand-up, my Odan. Oh, that was a full trip. She went there and came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in her whole month, she did full, three three trips yeah but yeah two of them I did have vacation yeah and you went under the knife and I yeah I had some surgery but not or- again are you yeah not mine no I had oh oral surgery so yeah so no you're right I only had three so you're correct but you're done congratulations thank you very much. we'll talk about it in three months <laughs>
I'm, I'm back on. I have, I'm back on. I hope four months for you. Thank you. I hope never for you. I even appreciate that more. Oh, if you guys want to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us at nonrevloungepodcast at gmail.com. Everyone, stay safe. Bye. And that's the end game. This has been Nonrev Lounge. This episode was sponsored by Staff Traveler, which is the number one app to get your Nonrev loads. It is used by over 700,000 people from all airlines the world over and built to make your Nonrev trips easy and stress-free. Sign up now for free at stafftraveler.com forward slash Nonrev Lounge. It's true. I had curly hair for years. That's what I heard. I did. Does your sister have curly hair? No, that's how we knew she was adopted. Yeah. At least that's what we told her when she was five. <laughs> it just took me a second to. That was really our only like convincing thing because they both had blonde and they we all had brown eyes. The only thing different with her was her hair was straight. Mm. Oh, and interesting. So, and at five years old, that was enough logic to, to break her heart. Yeah. To say that she was because she's the youngest, right? Yeah. You guys are terrible. Yeah. So on her fifth birthday, we sat her down at our grandma's house and we said, "You're adopted. What? Your mom is a crack whore in Salt Lake." Oh God, you guys are assholes! <laughs> and she went crying in, and then we, my mom came out and said, "Monique Tyler, get in here right now." <laughs> the two of you, thick as thieves. First was you that did most that. Terrible. I'd been watching soap operas for a while at that point. Probably oh, terrible. <laughs> a job flew me on business class from Australia to England, and I'd never been on it before. And in case you've not been on business class, never believe anyone who tells you that it is not magical. People lie. They pretend it's just, oh, extra legroom and you don't have to queue. Nope. They don't have a safety announcement. They don't have a safety announcement in business class. Somebody just hands you a glass of champagne and says, your money will save you. <laughs> and um, when funny. the pilot does announcements over the tunnel you have the same pilot you don't get a better one it's the same pilot but when they do their announcements over the tunnel they say they still say the altitude and what time you're going to arrive and then they go i love you <laughs> and, when you're in economy as i'm sure you've experienced you're sitting in a little cramped chair and then the turbulence makes you feel like you're going to fall out of the sky to your death it's terrifying in business class you've got a little bed and it just rocks you to sleep and then and then every couple of hours the most beautiful woman you've ever seen or smelled she comes over and strokes your hair and goes you're hungry yeah. uh, and then she just feeds you from her breast and it tastes like snapple and then she's like back to sleep my little sky baby it tastes like snapple I sent it to a bunch of people, including our cousin, Kaylin. You may have met her when she came to a Dallas thing. And she goes, I need to try business, business now. I said, well, just so you know, if you're on our line, the flight attendants are old, so they don't necessarily smell as good. And <laughs> the Snapple is a little bit sour now. <laughs> it's more like cider. <laughs> I just think also that money will save you. It's a funny line on there. That's a funny line, yeah. Money.